0: Okay. Good morning. Good night. Today's daf is Daf Kuf. Today's shir is Le'ilu Nishmas Gilabas, Yitzchak Yisrael Halevi Harav Avram Chaim ben Eliezer Elek ben Favish. And may the Neshamas have an havn May the memory be a blessing. It's also for a full Shlaim of Adas Bas Reina Idol and they have a complete and speedy recovery. Okay, so yesterday we got up to the Mishnah at the bottom of Tari Sari Tesimu base, 99b. Shum hadayonim. If the judges sell by their valuation, what does that mean? When they do the, the or we'll see if they've actually done the process of akhraz or not. But so they sell there. And they sell it by less than a value of its less than a sixth of its value, or they add a sixth onto its value. more from bottle, their sale is invalid. Now, on the surface, when we see a sixth mentioned in regards to sale and its cancelling, what jumps to our mind is or not the issue of overcharging or underpaying. We know that if I come to your shop and I buy items and you charge me more than a sixth or I pay you less than a sixth, the sale is. Cancelled. So that's what that's what's on the surface sounds like it's happening. It's the law of onar. The problem with saying that is, as we said a bit higher up on the page, onar doesn't apply by land. There is no uh, there, there's no onar. If I sell you, if I if you sell me your house which is worth one million rand for one point five or for two or, you know that's uh, there's no such thing as onar. Can't avoid the sale because of that. Interesting, enough it's a discussion. Why is there no onaba land? Is that because that's what the Torah says? There's the issue of overcharging only by metal and there isn't, or is it logical that lands lands very hard to set a value to because I'm saying, I want to live closer to the shul, so I'll pay more for the house, even though for most, the rest of the country, that house doesn't have that value, because why would they need to live near to the shul? Or, I want to stay near my parents, so I'm going to pay more for a house that's closer to my parents, where no one else in the world, no one else in the city is interested in that. So to set a property value is, in a, in a way, or to a large degree, subjective. So therefore, you can't have an. Um, okay, on the surface, I So then. So what's going on in our Mishnah? Because remember, most likely the dayanim of selling land to pay for the ksubur, to pay for debts of the estate. So it seems that, and I didn't get clear where they get the, the amount from, but unlike a widow who we learned in the previous Mishnah, she makes even the slightest error. remember I mean, we learned by Truma, she's half a percent off. It's value. The sale is void, but dayanim will we give them greater <coughs> leeway. The sale is only void if the sale is more than that. And it seems the spore is we want to give, base, as we'll see from Rabbi Shimon Gamil, he takes it to a new step, but we want to give strength and authority to based in so we give a greater degree of what's it, finality to what they do. Um, again, because the general story is on the surface again, and this goes back to the case with the widow as well is the widow is acting as an agent on behalf of the orphans to sell, and now Bayeszin are acting on behalf of the orphans as agents to sell their land. so why should there be a difference between a widow and uh, and baes and it seems again because we want to give more authority to basedes The if human argues on this is Kayam he says however much they sell it for there Sale stands, and the reason is because, MK okay, my cost based in your offer, what, do you, what strength have you given to base them What authority have you given based in if half the time or some of the time they're going to have their ruling and their sales of land cancelled? It, it takes a lot of their authority and power away. It diminishes in the eyes of people, and therefore we have to, um, therefore, Reb Shem says, the state sale always stands if it's samba based in. If they do a uh, literally a letter of inspection what the guess because is is basically going through the procedure of hafraza which we mentioned remember the 30-day auction they then have to put the house on the market and publicize it for 30 days And then they know, firstly, you get an idea of what its value is, and you also know that they'll be able to get the best value for it. If they have to sell it in one or two days, they're not going to get the best value. So that's the Igeris Bukhoyres basically means they've gone through that procedure. It's a letter that they would write and publicizing the event. uh, If I understand correctly, it's almost like flyers they would give out, that about this auction and this house is on auction and etc. But it refers to the whole process, the 30-day Hachroza. So if they did do the even if they sell land worth 100 for 200 or land worth 200 for just 100 their sale stands. So again according to the Tanakh simply this is going back on the Tanakh Kamer. the Tanakh Kamer said they're only allowed to be a sixth out or up to a sixth out whereas if there's this and that's obviously where they sold it without auction. They just went ahead and sold it. But if they did it through the order, the, and if they did it through the half or through the correct procedure of announcement and 30-day auction, etc., then whatever it sold at stands. Okay, and that's, uh, we'll go a little bit more into the Gomorrah. But that would be the simplest way of learning the Mishnah. So now the Gomorrah Who's a shliach like? We've discussed the widow, and we've discussed based in the Mishnah. A widow, as we said, I actually can realize I confused this in the last I make no distinction between a widow and a shliach. But now the Gemara is asking this question. We saw a widow. If she's selling the land, she deviates even like half a percent, even a little bit, or even... She sold land that was worth 100 for 101. The sale, oh, sorry, the other way around, she sold land that was worth 101 for 100. It seems it is both ways, like you were asking yesterday. Um, I'm coming in. Um, the sale's void. If she goes off slightly, 1%, she's, the sale is void. And whereas Basin, we see, get a 6. So regular Schliach, what discretion does he have? What margin of error does he have? So i ask you to sell my house for me. And you go ahead and you sell it. Do you, if you deviate off the price by even just a little bit, is the sale void, or only if you deviate a sixth, like based in I? Who's a stripper? Just before we go there, the question is, you know, granted if based in sell it for less than a sixth of its value, the sale should be cancelled. Why should it be cancelled if they manage to sell it for more than a sixth? So it's, I mean, I think one simple answer is to keep the market fair. It's not fair to tell them that if you get into a deal with Beziddin, the only chance it will stand is if you're losing out. Not very good for business. So therefore they say once they say that Bazin have the leeway to sell it less, they also have to give them the leeway to sell it more. And it'll be the same thing with the widow. And the shliach, we're just at the moment trying to work out that the, shi- the shli- who the shliach is like. So robber Omar, Omar Nachman, Robber said the name of Rav Nachman, Shliach he says that the shliach is like a dayonim. that gets to make a margin of error of a 6. Rav Shmuel barbisna Amar Rav Nachman, Rav Shmuel barbisna never Rav Nachman, Ka'almona, no. A shliach is like an Right Now we're going to explain their opinions. Rava Omar Rav Nachman, Rava said, in the name of Nachman said, shliach ka the shliach is like the judges. Why? Ma dayonim lav le didu, ach shliach nami lav le didu. Just as the dayonim, when they're selling it, it's not for themselves, it's on behalf of someone else. So to and, and it's not for them to get the property or anything, so to the Shliach. La Fuka which is excluding from a widow who's selling it for herself. When she sells his land to pay off her ksuba or for her mazonos, she's the one who's gaining from it. So therefore makes sense why we stripped her. She's has a vested interest in it. But um but based then and a the Shliach don't. Rav Shmuel bar Bishnamer, Rav Shmuel says, in the name of Omar Rav Nachman, the name of Rav Nachman, kaalmana. No, the shliach is like an Almona. Ma almana yichidah, av shliach Yochid. Just as the widow is an individual selling, so too the shliach is an individual selling, and therefore we much stricter. Like for kabezin, the rabbin, you know, excluding from bezin, which is done by the, by a rabbin, which is which has great authority, and therefore we give them greater leeway. That's his. So that's the Machlokes Rava and Rav Shmubam Bisna, both in the name of Rav What's the status of a Shliach? So it says the Hilchas a Shliach Haamon. And the Halacha is that Shliach is like an Ammona. What's the Swara? Why, why are we so strict with an Ammona and a Shliach? The reason is because remember, the well, Ammona, I think we worried a little bit about uh, keeping on the straight and narrow that she's not going to um, crook the orphans. And the shliach, the owner, the person who sends him, can always say, I sent you to help me, not to not to my detriment. And therefore, as soon as he's slightly off, the owner says, you weren't doing your mandate, you weren't doing what I asked you to do. I, sell, I send you to the shops to buy me uh, shoes and you come back with a shirt. You can't expect me to pay you for the shirt, you haven't done my mandate. So, so I send you, to, I ask you to sell my house or buy me a house. And you go and you buy it at the wrong market value, or the wrong price, it should be cancelled, because okay, you're not doing much lucas. Um I, I still find this very difficult, I mean I, I had this question, where I looked into it like I never got a clear answer when I was regarding. or now, nah. like nowadays most things aren't so sad, like if I you go to one shop the th- bread will be 10 Rand and you go to another shop the bread is 15 Rand or 12 Rand so where's so how do you measure a six which shop is it? not only that you go to a regular you know the, the supermarket and things are cheap and you go to the the, the twenty four hour shop at the gas station and things are a third more like much more expensive but they 're they're, they're selling the service of being available twenty four seven so how do you work out or that is very difficult. Um, I, I never ever got a good answer on that. Maybe they had a different culture and thing of selling things. Um, then a second and then w- without even coming on to honour with land, how do you measure, as we've just said, land doesn't, we've said it, I mean, i said it that land doesn't have a set price, that's why there's no onar. um But we said earlier in the set, uh, we, we made when we were discussing the then if you're selling on behalf of someone, something that has a set price but something that does not have a set price, and we mentioned land was something that doesn't have a set price, so how do you ever come to this widow or this shliach or even basin and say, you sold it at the wrong value? Like uh, I found it quite difficult. The, the, I mean, one answer, but I don't, know if it's such a, I don't know if it's such a strong answer, is that, obviously, if they're doing the auction, then you hear the list of prices that they could have got. But again, if they sell it for the highest one, is that not overcharging? And if they sell it for the lowest one, is that not undercharging? So uh, again, I'm not sure exactly. Okay, but the says, come is that the shliach is like an armonic, he can't deviate a drop. Oh, maash namah, But wait, what about the following Mishnah? He said about, haem ele shluch atsevatarum, torem kedaz balabayis. If someone says to his shliach, go and take truma, he takes truma according to the... Does of the Palapis, as we mentioned yesterday, strictly speaking trum is any amount, but the rabbis came along and said for a regular person it's one fiftieth, for a generous person it's one fortieth, about two percent, and for a stingy person it's one sixtieth less than um less than two percent. Sorry, for a generous person it's about two point five, for a strict for a stingy person it's less than two percent. But so if someone comes to you and says please take truma go separate truma you work out are they a generous person or are they a regular person or are they a stingy person and then it says what happens if he doesn't really know the data of the barabais? he, can't, he can't tell whether he's a string a stingy or generous person or regular it says <laughs> He separates like a Benoit you know, person, like a regular person, one fiftieth. Says oh, asora, oh he said, if he takes off a, if he does do a tenth less, i.e. one fortieth or a tenth more, one sixtieth, Truman so Truman's valid. And what do we see? There the Shliach is deviating from his mandate. Again by a little bit, but we said the Shliach is like the Amon it doesn't matter how much he deviates from his mandate, it should be invalid. So the Moran says, Since there are those who are, are stingy and there are those who are generous, so he can tell him, This is how I evaluated you. I thought you were a generous person. I thought you were a stingy person, and therefore stands. But in the case, in our case, we're discussing with the Shliyah, selling property is considered a mistake. And therefore he says to him, You had no leeway to make such a mistake. So that's the difference between selling truma. Okay, by selling truma. When I say please separate, not selling. Sorry, separate truma. When I say please separate truma for me, and I don't specify how much I want you to take. I'm actually leaving it up to you mate, to make the distinction. And in the in the, and I guess uh, what's it included in this discretion? I'm saying, okay, I assume you know me and will do. Either 150th, 140th, or 160th, according to how you know me. Or if you don't know me well enough, you'll, uh, I'm, I'm back telling him. But when, uh, so I should, let, let me rephrase it. You. Know, a person separating Truman knows that there are these ratios that it's separated at 160th, 140th, or 150th. So therefore, when you tell someone to go separate Truman and you don't specify, you know you're leaving it up to them. That's the difference between true man and regular No, So just going back to the one sixty, mm. just thinking it yeah. from that. You know, fifteen, there's one sixty-eight. You know, maybe today we can't quite understand what they were talking about because today the market is determined simply by the supply and demand. You know, we, we have a much more uh, fluid, know, not fluid so much, but more. Uh, uh, it's supply and demand. Do you want to buy an air ticket this afternoon? and there's a lot of demand for the ticket, the price is going to go up bought yeah. And perhaps in those days, it didn't quite work out like that, you know, there wasn't a camera shop So maybe there was a, a, a kind of a fixed price, yeah. you know, full for items, and therefore it might have been easier to determine what a sixth up or a sixth down yep. on that market. It might be something like that. We live in a just, I, I mean, different, different world, you know, yeah. we can't, can't get our heads around how market economy works That's today. Sad. Against yeah. you what know, it might have been then. Yeah, I'm. I, you're probably right. I'm just struggling to get out of my mind. Does it not? How could it not have worked on uh, supply and demand? But I think. I eruviantov does why not go up? Exactly. And in, and in those days, in those why not go, not go up? I'm not so sure. We're gonna you? see. They're gonna catch, but not a, not in this context. But they're gonna mention no, not eruviantov. So. You maybe know, it's a change in economic no, theory yeah. in a way. Yeah, there were differences in those days. And the demand went down, prices went down too. Automatically, here when they've put the prices up, they don't come down again. Even yeah, I, don't know, even here. I yeah. mean, it's harder to see. We, it's hard to see because we don't have as many things that are like perishable and need to be sold. But if you go to the fruit shop, uh, the older fruit is generally cheaper. Yeah. Or they have bulk discounts yeah. to get rid of it. So there is that to a degree. I think one economic theory uh, might be uh, yeah. playing with that. It was, like a, you know, it was like a little bit simpler. I think it was a little bit simpler. Mm-hmm. You, know, you couldn't go to Google and check to see what the price yeah. was. You want to buy a car, you have a hundred exactly. different resources yeah. and thousands exactly. of people to buy it from. Exactly. And I know, there it was two shops in the, the, the one strong. guy who made the cart. Yeah, the cart was a car. <laughs> against the widow. So he's saying he's basically the same. Yeah, but is he, uh, does he get commission on this one? Um, well, I think the, the, the scenario here seems to be he's doing a favour. I, I come to you and I say, will you please go sell this for me? Mm. So that wasn't effective in those days? Yeah. The cost of the sale? I mean, you could the, you could enter a business deal. I'll get the merchandise, and you sell it, and we whatever split the profits, or however we split the profits. But so there is that. But yeah, I think the shliach is doing a favor. Okay. Could Omar uh, Avuna al khinana Hanina, Omar Av Nachman Halocha Kedivrei Chachomim. Avuna al khinana said, "This is going back on our Mishnah that Halocha is <laughs> like the Chachomim. Either if they didn't make a mistake of one-sixth the sale is void. It says, based in But how could Rav Nachman ignore Ravi who puts forward such a good argument that you've got to give authority to Bezdin? You can't have this, that in make a sale and you come and void it. They have to have the authority that whatever they sell it at is valuable. And I'll show you that Rav Nachman does hold for that. Rav Nachman said, The who came to split. The assets of their father, based in mamiri Loma they based in set administrators for them on the surface we 're dealing with it gets tricky, but on the surface we 're dealing with where there 's some young orphans, so how do you make sure that the split is fair? you appoint someone to act on behalf of the young orphans, so when there's a when the family is sitting around the table arguing who should get what there 's someone standing up for the interests of the kids. Um, obviously this depends on the, the age how thing but you know with little children you can say here are two coins and they'd much rather take that than one coin or one paper money because coins are nicer, regardless of the value so but I'm saying well, obviously to, with fields or houses they're not going to know what uh, things. so you have someone um, on their behalf so based in established uh, apitropos for the orphan for the young children and their responsibility is to make sure that the orphans get a good fair share and when they grow up they're allowed to protest the orphan can say yeah he was acting on my behalf but he bought me the house I don't know in that area and that totally doesn't suit me I'm not happy with that division and they would have to read about the property of Rav Nachman today, Omar, that's what Rav Nachman said in the name of Shmu. But Rav Nachman himself said, la'mois You know, once the division has gone through, because Baysen set up Apitropos, they are not able to protest and get the division retracted, because otherwise you diminish the authority of in so what, so what do we see here very clearly? That Rav Nachman holds that we do follow the spara of, what based in Dan gets a level of uh, finality because to give authority to them. So how could Rav Nachman say No, here's where they made a mistake. Here's where they did not make a mistake. In the case of the orphans being appointed an apitropis, there's no mistakes there. The division was fair. So therefore we don't... Take away Bezin's authority and redo the division because the, the child who's now grown up is complaining. But in our Mishnah, it's a case where Bezin made a mistake. So we do. And. Oh, but But wait, if you're telling me the case is there was no mistake with the division of the estate for the, for the children, he says, my. Um, what reason is he complaining about? Are you telling me that this case we just discussed, we're basing appointed administrators to work on behalf of the orphans to make sure that the young children got a fair share in the estate. You're telling me that the estate was done fairly. Well then what's the child complaining about when he grows up? So I guess I jumped the gun, but the morals are no, was with location. Financially and objectively it was a fair division of the estate. But this child says, no, the location of that house doesn't suit me. Or I would have put in rather got the other house, so therefore that's why he's protesting. But again, Baisdin did not make any mistakes there. <coughs> so therefore they're just not catering to the whims of this child. Therefore they the division stands. when Abdimi came he said, Master said, there was a case. Again this is where Baisdin made a mistake of a sixth but also Rabbi, Kadirei Chachomim, Rebbe Pasken like the Chachomim, that their sale of the land was invalid. Omelechon of Parto Benoishel Rebbe Lezebim Parto, Ben Benoishel Rebbe Parta HaGadol. Parto, the son of Rebbe Lezebim Parto, the grandson of Rabbi Parta HaGadol, said, Emkei Makoch Beisdin Yopheve, Hirzi Rabbi Esamase. He said, but wait, what about basedin's authority? And Rabbi retracted. He away. oh He said, oh wait, you're right. And he passed and like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, he again he was originally going to void the sale like the Chachomim. and then he said, wait, well, he's not voiding the sale like the Chachomim. This Just a, One second, the one slightly different version. Sure. Rabbi Dimi Masni Hachi, Dimi, this is how Rabbi Dimi taught it. Rabbi Safra had a slightly Masni He had a slightly different version as follows. Rabbi wanted to. Two. Paskin like the Chachomim Amalephana partal Ben Noishel, Rebi Lozbiem partia, then Ben Noishel Rebi partia Hagadol. Im kein makal based in What is the? What about the authority of based in? It says, the law also Rebbe yes, Amai says, so Rebbe did not retract the sale. What's the difference? In the first version, Rebbe retracted the sale and then reinforced his judgment. And in the second version, he never ever, he was going to paskin like the Chachomim. He didn't yet paskin. He was going to, and he didn't um, paskin. It says, ah, oh, so, le- ma- behol- what they're arguing in and why the Rav Dimi and Rav Safra arguing was had Rebbe paskin or had he not yet paskin? says, Maybe Ma'asov Mishnah Chazzer or Ma'asov or Ainu Maybe the Machlokes is if the based in. Uh, before we get into the distinction of that, that discussion, what did you want to ask, Mervin? I'm going to speak once. Okay. Says so M.K. Um, Ma'asov ha'Tor be'Davar Mishnah the One opinion holds that if based in make a mistake in an obvious ruling in a Mishnah, the they retract or in opinion holds that don't retract. What is this referring to? So the question that the Gemara that the, where the Gemara brings us to address is: What happens if a <coughs> if a Dalian rules wrongly? He makes a mistake in ruling. So the strict halacha is, I mean, the, the standard. If I remember it said actually a Mishnah says that the dian has to pay out of his own pocket. He ruled incorrectly. He gave you the money instead of him. The person he caused to lose, he has to reimburse him from his own pocket. The Gomorrah also makes a qualification and that's what's debated here. What, do you, what if it was a silly mistake? I, he forgot a Mishnah. That's like totally like the Mishnahs are taken for granted. You know it. That's you know, um, the Halacha that he should have known. So there, the Gomorrah actually says as if he makes a mistake in a Dover Mishnah, in an obvious ruling, it's an invalid ruling. Not that he made a ruling it was wrong and now he has to reverse it it's an invalid ruling and never gets off the ground That's too bizarre so that's uh, so that's what we wanted to suggest the Machlachas was ma- Rebbe made a mistake in the Mishnah Rebbe Shimon Gamble comes with a very strong Swara I'll come back to that Rebbe Shimon Gamble comes with a strong Swara we've got to give based in the authority Machlach based in Yophe we've got to give based in the authority therefore it can't be that you let their sales retract Rabbi, according to the first version, Rabbi realized he had made a mistake in a Mishnah, in an obvious ruling, and therefore the sale was invalid, the ruling was invalid. Whereas the other opinion holds no, the ruling would have stood. And therefore... He had to explain it, when it says that Remi retracted, he had to explain it, not that he had already issued the ruling that he did. The Gemara comes along and says, no, everyone agrees that if the judge makes a mistake in the ruling, in a Dovomishn, in an obvious ruling, we have to retract, they're just arguing what actually happened. Well, regardless, it's got nothing to do with the machloikas, it's just what was the story, what was the case. Um, but interestingly enough, so it comes out according to this fairly straightforward, if a dayan makes a mistake in a Dovah Mishnah, in an obvious halacha, it's an invalid ruling and you almost reissue issue the ruling. Whereas if he makes a more subtle mistake or a, a mistake that was based on his logic, his calculation, his uh, evaluation of the scenario, well then if it turns out he's wrong, he has to reimburse the party caused a loss to. Um, just interestingly in this, so what um, it seems that the obviously the goals of one considered an obvious ruling would shift because um, nowadays it would probably be if he makes a mistake in Shulchan Aruch. Every davener is expected to know Shulchan Aruch and therefore if he makes a mistake in something mentioned in Shulchan Aruch, that's an invalid ruling. But I mean, even though they're discussing Mishnah, it's not. What's also interesting here, is yeah. you have the math, Chachomim and Rebishimu Minkamnil, and Rebishimu Minkamnil gives a good reason. But we still say that the Psakh is like Rebishimu Minkamnil to the degree that that's an obvious ruling. If I ask you to read the Mishnah, do we pass like like and Minkamnil or the Rabona, just because Rebishimu Minkamnil gives this reason, doesn't necessarily make it obvious. But here we seem to be saying that, that does. this does make it an obvious ruling. Um you know, it's just also interesting. Just a few lines up, we saw the sage of Parta Benoishel, Rebbe ben Parta, Benoishel, Ben Benoishel, Rabbi Parta Hagoral. This is brought as one of the sources that to name children after family members because we don't really see anywhere in Tanakh, you don't see uh, people naming Yaakov, didn't name any of his children uh, Avram after his grandfather. In Tanakh, we don't see people being named after their ancestors but uh, here is one of the places where we see someone being named after their grandfather. Okay, Omar Av Yosef said, If the widow sells land, again to pay for her ksubah, the, the guarantee of the land is on the orphans. And as we know, standard sale of land comes with a guarantee that if creditors or someone comes and takes the land the seller has to reimburse the buyer. So if the widow sells the land, Achrayas is on the orphans based in the Zabin. If in sells land, Achrayas, they ask me. The, respond, the guarantee is on the orphans. They would have to replace the land or reimburse. Obviously, they're selling it on behalf of the orphans. So who should, the guarantee should be on orphans. It's the orphans' land that they're selling. There's no, Alman am it's we don't need to discuss the case of an almana; that is obvious. Key, strictly, beidina. What we need to mention is beidina. now, what would you have thought? the zabini beidina Anyone who sells on behalf of beidina, he sells it aware that it's a very well publicized, because remember, they do the whole uh, auction, etc., and spread the message. Therefore, they assume that if anyone was going to come and protest that it shouldn't be sold or that they had first rights to the land, they would have already come. But the fact that they didn't, they're selling it without Akhrayas. Kamashman, I no it's coming to teach us that it's still sold with Akhrayas. So again, the minute was, if based into a sale, they're going to sell it. Not, not, that, they, not that the orphans shouldn't be the ones, or that they in should be the responsibility, just that they're not going to bother to put Akhrayas in the contract that if the land is taken, I'll replace it for you. Because, based on publicized it well, and why has no one come forward? Kamash Malam, and no, it's still sold with our Christ, with the guarantee. Okay, then we go, on. the Mishnah said, Rabbi Gamil Gamliel said, so Rabbi Gamil says, no matter how much of a mistake, the the, the Chachom came along and said, if Beis did make a mistake of a six, it's undone, and Rabbi Shum Gamliel says, no, the sale stands. so he says, but I'd come here. So how much of a mistake would the sale still stand? So, Amar of Hunabar, Rabbi Yehud, Amar of Shesha, Rabbi Hunabar. Yehuda says of shashus at palga until half the value. So if based in make a mistake up to half the value, the sale stands. But if it's more than half the value, then the sale would be undone. Tanya Mah, we have a price of which teaches us as well. Gamil, based in jamach, if based in sell a field worth two hundred for one hundred, or shave, or a field worth one hundred for two hundred, this their sale stands. I think it's also a deal that even if they sell it at half its value, it stands, but any implicit is any more than that, it wouldn't stand. Omra, um, Meymar, Mishmeid, the new point. Um, yeah, We're going to bring a few points discussing along these lines of where it's based in our selling of land. Omra, Meymar, Mishmeid, the radio, Yosef, Amemar, Mishmeid, the name of the Yosef, based in the Mokro, Baloch, Raza, Nasa, Kamesha, Tobit, the Mishan, Bokhoi, Shreem. If based in sell, Land without the Hachraza, without the 30-day auction pr- procedure, it's as if they made a mistake in an obvious ruling and they retract. Um, either sale doesn't stand because it's an invalid ruling, as we said just at the bottom of the previous amud. If based in issue a ruling that's a mistake in, a, in an obvious point, it's invalid. Now the Gemara asks, "Is oh, nasu? What do you mean? It says if oh, It sounds like. Really, it should stand, but it's kind of like a they made a mistake in our obvious reading. It says, it's, a, it's definitely a mistake in a Mishnah. At the time, as we learned in a Mishnah, when Bezdin are auctioning off orphans' land, it's for 30 days. If they auctioning off temple property, it's for 60 days. And they have to announce morning and night. What do we see? Bezdin have to auction off the land for 30 days. I, if they don't do it with the Hach with that auction, it's going against this Mishnah. It's taught, so it's a mistake in an obvious Mishnah. It should, be un, it should not be valid ruling. It should not be a valid ruling. So the G'mon shliach. That's by an agent, I will based in law. But if it's based in themselves, maybe it wouldn't apply. I may be based in, even if they sell without a Hach it is valid it comes to teach us that they do have to sell um, with Akhraza. It says, Oh yeah, so it's not so clear. It's not so... So, so, yeah. so what's a Meymar teaching? A Meymar is teaching that even... If, you, you can't learn it from that Mishnah. From that Mishnah you would have thought a Shliach has to sell with 30 days auction, but maybe Bezdin doesn't have to comes along and say that even Bayesian has to, to the degree that if they don't, it's an invalid ruling. It's not about. yeah. says, ACV Rabashi, La Meimar Rabashi, challenged La Meimar. Now this is, if you have a sale based on Shum Hadayonim Shepochsustus, Oi Hoisirustus, a sale that was less than a six or more than a six, Mochron bottle, the sale is cancelled. Ho Shove Pashove, Mochron Kayim. But if it's the correct amount, if the sale was the correct amount, kaya, says my last, the law It must be a case where they did not make the announcement. Now what do we see? Again, if Beislin are selling based on, if are selling without the hachroza, okay, it doesn't matter what they sell it for, it's a mistaken ruling. So even if they luckily end up selling it at the... <coughs> Exact amount it 's still a mistaken ruling, so it 's an invalid sale, but we said the sale stands if it 's the right amount, so Gomor says but it must be a case where they did announce it, and that 's why the sale stands it says oh hold me the safer but but is not because look at the safer, the safer is clearly a case where they have a the safer is where they made the didn't make an announcement, so the ratio must be a case where they did not make the announcement. Dikani Sefer, as we learned in the safer. im osu If they made this letter of inspection, remember I mentioned that basically means they went through the process of the hakraser. Even if they sell land worth 100 for 200 or 200 for 100, the sale stands. So what do you see? The faith is speaking about a case where they went through the Hachraza and it said it's always stands. So the Reisha must be a case where they did not go through Hachraza. So, so it must be a case where they did not make the announcement. Now, but now we're back to our question. A Maymo came along and said if judges sell without Hachraza, it says if they made a, a mistake an, a in an obvious ruling, and it's cancelled their ruling. But now Ravashi just brought a Mishnah, not sure if it's a Mishnah or a Brisa, which says that if they sold it for the right value, it stands. But according to our Myanmar, it should not stand because it's an invalid ruling if they sold it. It doesn't matter how much they sold it for, it's an invalid ruling that they sold it based on if selling it without achrozza. So one says low No, it's not difficult. He says, Kan bidvarim makrizin kan she No, Ameymah is speaking about things where they're supposed to make the hachrozza and this Mishnah that, this price that Rabashi brought is where they do not make the hachrozza. Oh she what sort of things do they not make an chroz? about a tautini mishtaros, avoid slaves Moveables and documents. I bought him time of mind. Why don't they make announcements regarding slaves? The slave may hear and he will flee. I think maybe he's afraid of what his new master will turn out to be, or he'll take an opportunity when he's, uh, I don't know, during transport for the auction or whatever, to escape. So therefore, we don't do our on slaves. Slaves and documents. Again, what the documents they're selling? they selling, um, Debt owed to the estate. Either father had all documents or money that was owed to him, so they want to sell those documents off to pay. Um, so it says, so why don't they announce metatlin the or documents? They might be stolen. Are uh, you going to put all the stuff on display for people to come and see how much they would pay and what they want? That's opening it up to be stolen. So therefore, they don't announce those things. So, how we've answered it again? A Meimar came along and said, if judges, sell with our it's an invalid ruling. I, even if they get the right amount, it's an invalid sale. But the has said, no, if they get the right amount, it's a valid sale. So he said, no. Where, Amemar was speaking in a case where, they are supposed to make announcements. Whereas the price was speaking about these uh, slaves, movables and documents where they don't make announcements. And Iboi Zayma, second possible answer, he says, Kan Kan machrizim. Um, Amemar is speaking in a time where they do make announcements. And the price is in a case where they don't make announcements. nahadai nahadai said, To pay the head tax, to pay for food, and to pay for burial, you sell without you don't want the, You can't have a delay in these things. You can't not pay the tax when the government there to collect it. And you can't not, you can't tell someone who needs food The orphans or the widow, they need food to wait 30 days. And so too with burial, you can't wait. So there you sell it with alt-achraza. So again, so what are we saying? Where, Meymar says it's an invalid sale with al achraza that's where they're supposed to be, achraza. Where? The price is speaking about that it stands if they get the right value, is these sort of scenarios where they didn't have to make an anachraza. A third possible answer, the ibois eima, here is where they do announce it, and here is where they don't announce. It depends on the place. Nahman said, in aardai, they never ever made these egeras, they never made letters of inspection, they never ever sold things through auction. So that's when the is So again, I is speaking in the case where it's a place that they do make auctions, but for whatever reason the Basitian didn't make an auction. That's an invalid ruling, and therefore anything sold without the auction is not a valid sale. And the price which says that it still stands is in a place where they don't sell by Ahraza. Now why would they not sell with Ahraza in a place like Nahadai? So, Sobhumino Mishum de Bakir Bishuma. We thought maybe it was because Bezdin were experts at evaluating things. Either ah, Bezdin or Nardai were professional evaluators. So they don't need to have a 30 day auction to know what the price of the land is. They are experts, they know what it is. Hmm. So that's what they initially thought. Amalei Rav Yosef par minumi ledinim v'achli Nachman. Rav Yosef par said no. Rav Nachman explained to me what's the reason. Yisum to Karolah bni Achlu nilsai de Says no because people who bought land based on Achrazah were nicknamed people who eat the assets of an Achrazah. What does that mean? It's, it was they would any property that went on auction, especially for these reasons by basting people would look at it as anyone who bought it as as very disgraceful says you're taking advantage of these poor orphans of this widow who needs uh, sustenance or who needs something and you're buying it on the auction they so they looked uh, that was very disgraceful to um, uh, to be caught uh, buying things on Akhraza. Therefore, Baizdin did not sell things on Akhraza because no one would have bought it. But that's why Nahadai sold these things without Akhraza. But again, so it comes to, I mean, it boils, all these answers have the common thread that it's where Akhraza was not done. So where Akhraza was done and sell sell without Akhraza, it's an obvious rule, it's an obvious mistake, and therefore it's it's cancelled, it's invalid, nothing happened. But there we have had three reasons we're based in um, would sell things with arachroza. Sometimes there were certain items like metal that were sold with arachroza, or slaves, etc. Second possibility, it's a time. It's like something that they don't have time to sell with arachroza, like for burial. They need, they need a state to bury the person. What you're going to say, wait 30 days till we can raise the money. No, you sell the land straight away and you bury them or Mizoinos uh, and in the third possibility it depends on the place some places like Nahardale, would not make announcements because it was uh, um because it was seen taking advantage of the desperate and it would be and it was viewed as disgraceful okay let's do the last piece up to the missionaries there's Omar ibn Abdul Mushmuraf you would have in Amashmu matal tell you so me saminoso um mai khinasala alta the mataltin the the, the here it seems to be more the perishables, but movables of orphans, you evaluate them and you sell them immediately. No, you take them and sell them in the marketplace. If you do a jumble sale on the side of your house, outside the house, to sell these goods, you're going to get a lot less than if you'd actually take it to the marketplace. But the Gemara points it says, Depends how close the marketplace is. Is it practical? Is it practical to take these items and sell them in the market, or is it not practical? If it is practical, then that's where you must go sell them to get the better value. But if it's not so practical, it's far away, whatever. Then uh, just sell it quickly rather. Rav again, and if we're discussing perishables, it makes sense rather sell the apples when they're fresh, not on the marketplace, than schlepping them to marketplace and by the time they get there, they're going to be uh, old. Rav Kahana habi biyada sichre de rav Mashar sheba chilti yasma shahaya. Rav Kahana had in his property beer of belonging to Rav Mashao the orphan, and Shohaya Adragila, he waited to sell the beer at the festival. When are people going to be spending more on wine and beer, etc.? By the festivals, by sukkas. So therefore, he waited till then to sell it. Again, obviously, that was the beer wouldn't expire. If the beer would have expired, he would have sold it earlier. Interesting. How do you have Rav Mesharshia, who's a child and an orphan? <laughs> his title's Rav. So no, when he was a child, his father died, and Rav Kahana was selling his assets for him, and then he grew up to become Rav. But Batam, the, the story was related in the Gemara. He was known as Rav. It says Omar Afkak the novel by Atzista. He said, even though it's going to go slightly vinegary when we wait for the festival, it will bring in uh, still bring in the cash quickly, and therefore it's worth it. I. He knew people are desperate for beer by the marketplace, even if it's not the best quality, they'll still pay quickly. He won't, if he's selling it now, he might have to sell it on credit, whatever, it's much easier just sell it by the festival and get the cash then and there. Ravina had... The wine of Ravina, the young orphan, who was his nephew. And he also had wine. And he took his wine to sell in Sikhras. They said to him, can we take the wine with us to sell in Sikhra? And again, we have Ravina, he has his own wine to sell. He also has his nephews, the orphans' wine, who he's selling on their behalf. And he wanted to travel to Sikhra to sell his wine. Now, as we've seen, we mentioned that orphans' property should be sold immediately, the Metaltalin. You shouldn't leave it. So, can he? And again, not only that, there's the dangers of travel there's hijacking, there's accidents, there's, you know. So, maybe he should not take it to Sikhra. So what did Ravati answer? He says, zil, lo, He says, No, you can take it. You don't have to treat it as better than yours. I would, however you, Ravina, are prepared to sell your wine, you can sell your nephew's wine for them in the same way. Okay, and we'll leave it there for today. Have a very good Shabbat.